Hey everyone, welcome to a new episode of Life's Multiverse. We are delving deep today into the realms of personal growth, self-discovery and breaking through barriers that limit our potential. I'm thrilled to introduce our guests, Martin, and he's not just a holistic life coach, he's also a trained actor. His approach to life coaching is deeply influenced by his artistic background, giving him a unique perspective on human emotions and the narratives we create for ourselves. So whether you're looking to find balance in your life or you're simply seeking inspiration to break free from invisible chains of limitations, keep listening. Good morning. Very happy to have you here. Hi, Albert. Yeah, well, thank you for the invitation. I'm very honored to join you here today. Awesome. Awesome. You're joining us from Germany, as I know, right? Exactly. I'm here in Berlin right now. That's fantastic. So uh, let's get straight to the topic. So Martin, you are a holistic life coach, right? You helped uh, many people, I bet. And we are very fortunate and lucky today to have you with us to get a little bit of your experience and some of the advices. So please tell us what kind of issues that you face frequently with people and how do you deal with that? Yeah, more than happy to tell you more about that. So uh, one thing that uh, I come across very often is really that um, people, they say like they have that something like a voice inside of them, knowing there's more to life than what they're currently experiencing. And I kind of made it my mission because I personally have, I've had that feeling for a very long time myself and never really knew what that voice is or how to, how to follow it or how to even listen to it. And as a coach, it's, it's my honor and my privilege to support people to uncover like the language of that voice and what it tells them. And a big focus of my work is to create a clear vision because in life, uh, very often we have plans or we are set out to do certain things based on what we know so far or through the experiences that we have, through the skills. And very often people are like, oh, let's see what I can do with what I have. And I go about it a little bit differently where my the first step is to really create a clear vision. Because once you have a vision and you know what that entails, then you can adjust your skills. Because if you want to become something different, like in, if it's work-related or also um, about yourself, personal growth, then it's not about who you are, but who you want to become. And yeah, in my work, that's a big focus. Yeah, that's very interesting. So uh, from what I understood, you you don't really believe in vocation, Kind of, or what's your take on that? Well, I do, but it's really, um, I mean, you probably know the Ikigai uh, concept as well. And it's its really about a combination of different things. Uh, and the way I grew up, but the, also the way a lot of people that I know and work with, the way they grew up is that the main focus is financial stability and security. And that's incredibly important. And I always tell people when they start working with me and they don't really know what they want to become in the work environment, I always say, of course, uh, the security and safety is priority because if you always have to worry about how to pay for food, um, if you can pay your rent, then this is a mental strain over time. This is um, can also take away from something that you do passionately 
but it becomes just like a, a means to an end. And I really want people to love what they're doing and not worry about that part. And in that sense, everything needs to be included. That's why also my holistic approach, uh, my holistic approach, where that's coming from, because all areas of life are important, because all like the essence of it all is you as a human being. And you have your emotions, your thoughts, your subconscious programming. There's so many things to it, but it's really about the essence of you as a human being. And you cannot take that up. It's if you disregard that long term, it will uh, lead to frustration, depression, burnout, like all those things that um, are on the rise. Actually, if we look at the numbers and statistics, it's it's kind of scary sometimes uh, what's happening out there. Yeah, definitely. That that definitely makes sense. And what you said, what you said, totally resonates with many people. I bet. Uh, and what uh, drives you to do this? Is, is it like something you had in your life, or you had a personal maybe wake up call or something like that? Can you share with us a bit more about this? Sure, I love that. Is it wake up call because it's uh, uh, one of the things I'm doing is I have a private Facebook group for people who are really about um, personal growth. And what I do is um, every Monday, I have a live stream called Monday Morning Wake Up Call with Martin. Uh, and it's really about, you know, not just waking up in the morning and, and starting your day, but really waking up to life. And yes, I do have um, quite a few experiences in life that kind of led me down the path of supporting other people. It all started basically in uh, high school when I was working. I could, um, I had a, the the opportunity to become a peer mentor and peer mediator for people who were struggling in school or also outside of school. And I was their go-to person because if you look at kids or teenagers, they don't always want to talk to grown-ups. Um, they don't want to talk to their parents or their teachers because they're like, well. Who are you to understand me? I'm I'm different, you know. But if you're the same age, it's more likely that they feel safe enough to open up. And also through the first year of high school, there's a lot of new experiences. And being able to support people uh, that age to find their way in that new school, that was like really the first spark, I'd say, to start this journey. But back then, I didn't know that that was like a profession that you can follow. Nobody told me. So then I became an actor. <laughs> and through acting, what I realized is really the struggle of being human. Like, how can you build an authentic relationship? Because in acting, it's like you have a relationship with yourself, with the scene partners, but also the audience. And it's really about how can you be authentically yourself by playing someone else and create a story? That is compelling. And if you're disconnected from yourself or disconnected from your scene partners, you automatic, automatically are disconnected from the audience and therefore cannot create anything that is real and where people are, are can see themselves in. And that also transpired into real life where I wasn't sure who I was. I, I was like, who am I? What, what am I? what am I here for? What's my purpose? What's my mission? And through those questions that came up as an actor, um, also a personal life, I had many struggles um, uh, at that age and later on as well with bullying, with uh, homophobia, um, with a narcissistic relationship. So lots of things that happened to me personally. And looking back now, I'm grateful because 
those experiences helped me shape myself into the person I am today. But um, yeah, that was difficult times where I was like, what is, what is life about? And I personally, I got help um, from coaches, from therapists, and also had a great uh, surrounding, a very understanding and loving uh, surrounding at that point. So I could really feel safe to figure out who am I. And once I experienced that myself, I was like, I want to pass that on because I believe in that saying every person or every human being is born with the birthright to be happy and to be loved. And if I can be part of that and support people to feel loved and feel worthy, then this is the greatest life mission I can imagine. Yeah, Martin, this is very inspiring. And I'm sure you are on that mission and you are doing that already. So this is a great job. And uh, you mentioned about the people that are around you, how they affect you. And you were surrounded uh, by good support network. And what do you think of people who are not very blessed to have this uh, support network? Or also, what's your take on how to deal with people that are actually playing a ne negative role in your life and they are holding you back from actualizing yourself and reaching your potential and finding your purpose? Because you might have an idea or a dream or something, but many people will tell you, no, this is not for you. You can't make it or... Uh, just all sorts of uh, like bashing, you know. So how how do you deal with this in your in your work or? Mm. Powerful question. Powerful question. Um, uh, there's I, I think there's no one answer to it because you're touching upon a, a multitude of different topics. Um, the first step in in changing anything per se is really to create awareness. Very often, we're not aware that we are, are in a negative environment because we might love uh, our family. We love our friends. We want to support them or feel like we are supported. But what we also have to realize is that all those people, including ourselves, we are running on subconscious programs, things through experience or from early childhood, the, the belief system that we have, the, the habits that we have. Not all of that is basically ours, but it's still part of the version that we are in this very moment. So creating an awareness of who is really around me and how does it affect me, but also what kind of part do I play? Because it's not just about the people around you, but it's really, it starts with you. And very often what I realized is that we wait for the outside to change and then we're like, okay, then I'm going to change myself. I'm going to uh, be someone different. I'm going to feel something different. Um, in one of the earlier seminars that I attended where I tried to figure out or where I actively was in the, on that journey of figuring out who I uh, was, they had a great concept of how society most of the time works and how to transform it or how to change it so that you can transform And society very often goes from a half do and be mentality. So it's like you have to have a job and education, good grades. Then you can uh, do a good job. You can uh, go on vacation. And through that, you can feel happy and relaxed and feel some kind of freedom or whatever the emotion might come from. But that's through that kind of system, you're always depending on the outside 
environment to give you something so that you can feel better. But not everybody has your best interest at heart because we are uh, the, the person that is most important to us is usually ourselves. Of course, there's different ways of seeing that from narcissism or self-love perspective. I personally, I put myself first, not because I don't like anyone or I don't care about anyone, but I know that if I look after myself well, if I have positive energy, then I can also support other people way better than if I don't feel grounded, if I feel negative, frustrated, because then that's the energy I'm going to share with people. And when we look at the environment and we create that awareness, okay, you know, like you said, there are people out there who don't have that um gift from the start from the beginning of their lifetime here um in this present that they don't have positive people around them then it's very very important to first create that awareness and then start with yourself look at yourself look at how do you want to feel how do you want to be who do you want to be who do you want to become because if you're answering those questions about yourself then you can also look at what kind of people fit into my life? What kind of people do I want to attract into my life? And then you can be a little bit more selective. Because if we go from what also very often happens is that we fill spaces with people, not for the reason or not for the purpose of having the right people in there, but more for the reason that we just have anyone because otherwise we might feel lonely. So again, in that situation, we're waiting for the outside to fulfill a need that we could give ourselves. And I always suggest if someone doesn't have anyone around them who is anywhere close to positive energy, then rather be by yourself than be surrounded by negative people. Because like they say, one spoiled apple spoils the whole basket. And most importantly, don't be that spoiled apple. Make sure that you are the best version that you can be and share that with people because who knows, you you might have a very positive influence on those people around you and they start changing. And that is also very powerful. Yeah, that, that's definitely right. But it's also easier said than done because when you are in this place and you, you are lonely and you can't find anyone it's really hard uh, to push through life and reach the things that you want. Because also yeah. here, I remember something I read from the book, The Happiness Hypothesis, where he says that happiness comes from in between. Uh, like not only from within, but it's like from in between where you, you will find your balance between yourself and your surroundings or, or like the circle that you are dealing with. So that's yeah. that's also important, yeah, and it's, it's very challenging, but I'm sure like there are ways, and as you mentioned, it it is possible to do it this way. So now moving to another topic, uh, what is circle sorry. back to just one thing you said yeah. um, when I mentioned before, like the mm -hmm. awareness and, and with working on yourself, that's like you said, it's it's the one part of that circle, of yeah. course. We are, um, in my belief, we are here on this planet to experience also the physical things outside of us. 
um, just having it up here in your mind or thinking about it, of course, it's, I mean, you know, it's fun to, to attract things into your life, to, to have physical objects or whatever it might be that, that you want to experience. So um, I totally agree with like the in-between. So it's, it's important to experience both, but it's more effective to start with yourself because you have more power over yourself than over uh, other people. Absolutely. Yeah, that makes more sense. And uh, my question was, how would you identify what's limiting you in, in your life? What is the process for that? Because we mentioned one part that is the surrounding environment, but I'm sure you encounter like many other limitations or kind of factors that could limit you. How do you identify that usually? How do you advise people to go about this? Mm. So what I um, always do when I start working with someone is I use the wheel of life. The wheel of life is a tool where you can get a lot of understanding of all the different areas of life where you are currently. And then also uh, develop the process of how to utilize it to create a vision and uh, basically a plan for the goals that you have in, in those areas. And but I always, I, I get that kind of from uh, Bob Proctor. Um, I was a student at the Proctor Gallagher Institute for a year. And what I learned from there, what he said so perfectly is that if you want to look at the programming and programming is like really those belief uh, systems that we have, the habits, then the first thing we can do is look at the results that we have. Because based on the results, very often we can look at the subconscious beliefs that we have. So very often, for example, when it comes to money, when we have a lack of money and we believe that money is not um, there for you to have where it's evil, then you can look at like, okay, where's that coming from? Whose belief is that? And what does it do with me? Are you then a person who is um, not really uh, in a positive vibration in that moment to, because and with the vibration, because everything is energy. So what we feel, it's also felt on the outside. So when it comes to human interaction, where also money in the end is coming from, either uh, through employment or if you work, uh, if you have your own business through clients, it's all about um, the, where is it coming from? Is it coming from a positive or from uh, a negative vibration? And if I'm sitting here and I have a conversation with someone who might become a client and I'm going in there with that vibration of lack, then they will feel it on a subconscious level. And it's also the intention behind it is not pure anymore because then it's, it's about the money and not about me serving the person. So it's really, if you look at the results and also the reactions of your environment, you can get a clear understanding of What's going on within me? And especially if you don't know or if you don't have a process um, how to really understand yourself, that can be the first step to, to get more clarification on that. And I always think the more, because personal development, awareness, all those things, it's also a habit. So the more often and more frequently you do it, the more experienced you get and the quicker you can also pick up um, on your own thoughts, on the results on programs that you might have so practice start somewhere don't feel like you have to be perfect and then you start you know really start somewhere and it doesn't with personal development it doesn't matter where you start but 
um, you know, just start somewhere and take small steps. Right. Yeah. It's all about breaking the habit of being yourself, right? Absolutely. I think the book is <laughs> right behind oh, me. Yeah, it's, it's a great book. And it's very informative that everything we do is a habit. And even our own personality is a, is a habit because we are repeating everything we do every single day. And Absolutely. Yeah, and it's very inspiring that we need to shift our mindset into the things that we really want in life and to change this habit. And yeah. uh, another question I have for you here is, what do you think about trauma in, in early life? How do you think it affects these uh, limiting beliefs? Does it add, do you, from your experience, do you think that trauma adds more self-limiting beliefs? And if yes... Do you think there's a special way to deal with that or it is just like you deal with it as any other person, for example, regardless if they have specific trauma or not? Mm. So with trauma, the thing is sometimes a situation or an experience that has a traumatic effect. And I'm not a psychiatrist, psychologist, so this is coming from like a personal standpoint but, or also from a coaching perspective because I don't. I don't like to categorize um, when I work with people, but um, so it's not like on a scientific level that I'm speaking here. Yeah, just that's an observation. That disclaimer. Um, so with, in my experience with trauma is like, sometimes we don't even remember situations, but the, it comes up later. Sometimes like in relationships, for example, if we look at relationships and we feel like it's not working out, there's always something that comes up and we might not remember certain things that happened in our childhood that created a, a traumatic experience, but it's in our subconscious, it is programmed and saved as that experience. And it might have a very, very big influence later on in life. So um, having said that, of course, it's then important to sit to see, okay, where's that coming from? And what's, like I said before, what's my part in that? And not just put it on the other person and say like, oh, it's their fault, you know, but it's like, what's my, because it's an equation basically, you know, and I'm part of the equation. So it's, it's important to figure out where is it coming from and how, how do I want it to be? Because like you said, with um, breaking the habit of being yourself is, is really about creating that awareness of where I am right now. And then looking at who do I want to become? How do I want to feel? How do I want to be programmed subconsciously? And then you don't necessarily need to look at the past anymore. Of course, there's cases where it's very, very important to go into the past first and then resolve certain things um, from the past. But more often than not, what we can do is we can look into the future and say, who do I want to become? And then start implementing those habits and thoughts of that version that you want to, to grow into. It's kind of like acting because in acting, it's also you have a new version, basically a different character that you are creating through different methods of acting. And then you have to start thinking like, what is their thoughts? What's their emotions? Who do they want to be? Why are they acting the way they're acting? And you're kind of growing into that, into that character and that character becomes reality that character has those emotions. It's not fake. Like it's real emotions that if you're really diving into it, it's real emotion that, that uh, comes up. The same you can do in, in, uh, in real life. I mean, it's like thoughts create images, images create emotions. So 
whatever we are thinking about, if we focus on the past or if we focus on the future, through those thoughts, we create images. And depending on what we choose, it can either then trigger a positive or negative emotion. Yeah. But then, of course, there are traumas where we do remember and we have those images vividly in our mind. It can also happen later on in life. Um, like uh, if you're, I mean, nowadays there's a lot of um, uh, a lot of violence all over the world, and if you are in that, in those countries, in those places, those experiences can create trauma because it's a it's a, a traumatic and very negative impact all of a sudden that is then imprinted into your into your subconscious. You could also see it uh 9/11 where there was a lot of violence towards specific people and it lasted for a long time and it's not because it's the fear of those people but it's the fear of or the the trauma that is triggering that fear and that is kind of taking over and becomes its own strong program and then it's important if if that is happening that you create because of our mind, we can reprogram pretty much everything. So it's important to really start again with the awareness of like, okay, why is this happening? Why do I feel this way? How do I want to feel? And then slowly start creating new habits. And habits is also kind of thoughts, thoughts or habits, because most of the thoughts that we think every day are the same as yesterday. So if we want to change something subconsciously, then we can start with the thoughts and then create a new program. Yeah. That's very motivating. And the idea that focusing on the future, uh, that is necessary rather than not always do we need to visit past events and revisit our whole past, because this might be discouraging for some people like, oh, my God, I need to fix all of this be before becoming the best version of myself. But this is uh, not really the focus here. The focus is on our future. And I think this is, yeah, very inspiring. And last thing before wrapping up, I wanted to ask you, like, from your experience as well, uh, what is, like, we identified, okay, we have uh, limitations, we have self-limiting beliefs, we have uh, programs in our subconsciousness, and we are on the journey now to reverse that, let's say, and reach our full potential. But from your experience, what are the most challenges that you might face on this journey? And what is the, let's say, the easiest way or the most prominent way to overcome that? Mm. So I think the one of the or two parts what I experience very often, especially in, in coaching, is first of all, that people might not have the, either from themselves or from other people in the past have not heard it's okay that whatever you're feeling right now, it's okay, it's valid don't you don't need to push it down there's no need for shame or for for um yeah feeling like you're you're not you're less than anyone else based on your experiences and based on your um on your emotions or whatever it is that you're going through and just giving someone the space of saying it's okay who you are at the same time, telling them where you are right now, you don't have to stay there. But you, if you want to, you can choose and look into the future. That so often opens a lot for people. 
I have it so many times, especially when there's specific like traumatic experiences in the past or certain labels that they kind of got pressed on uh, on them. Um, when they come to me, I'm like, you don't have to go into the past. If you don't want to, we can talk about the past, but I'm not here to tell you you have to. If you want to, we can go into the future. It's up to you. And very often those people are like, what? Did I hear that correctly? I can choose what I want to focus on. So that is that by itself, giving people the space and the room to feel okay who they are and giving them a choice can open up so many doors for them to change. Um, so that was part of the first question. What The second question, what was the second question? How we can effectively change it? Yes. Yes. Um, I don't think there's a... a one way that works for everybody. I think it's a very individual journey because we're all different. We all have different experiences. We all have different, um, uh, yeah, programs, habits, all that. So I, yeah, I wouldn't, I'm not in the position to say this, like do this and then uh, everything is going to change. Um, of course, what I mentioned before with creating awareness and also awareness goes into being or becoming aware of what do you want? Who do you want to be? Like connecting it again to the vision. That's most of the time the most effective first step because that way you can create a, like a, you can start dreaming about a life that you want to create. And then of course, with a support system where I personally, I have, I've had coaches for the past, I don't even know how many years, but I always work with someone um, where I know I can just call them either if I feel like I just, what's the purpose and the point of it all? Or if I want to work on the future, you know, like on my next steps, I have someone there to guide me, to support me. And I know that whatever I'm going through, there is someone to catch me, to push me, uh, to give me that wake up call that you mentioned before. So um yeah so that's one advice i can give is that you that you surround yourself with someone who is really there for you who supports you on your journey awesome awesome and uh, speaking about that maybe people also should check out your workshops wake up call and uh yeah give it a try i think it might be really helpful to learn more right would love to so yeah feel free to to uh, check it out. Um, I do have, like I mentioned, the, the Facebook group uh, called Embrace Your Vulnerability and Live with Purpose, um, because that's one of the things I feel like in in our world, we cannot have enough of uh, people who are embracing their emotions and showing them and being open and okay to say, hey, I show you who I am, even though I know I might get hurt, even though I might feel pain, but I'm willing to show up. I'm willing to share my authentic self with you. And also to live with purpose, because I mean, my my opinion of purpose is like the purpose of life is to be truly alive with everything, like the good, the ugly, everything in between that we experience, everything that life has to offer us. And yeah, that's kind of like the mission I'm on. And I also do um, do offer like a free workshop um, every a few months where it's all about creating vision. So if you want to check that out, it's called meant for more. So um, yeah, would love to see uh, whoever is joining in here or listening in uh, to this podcast to see you there and support you. If you feel like you want to 
to look for a more fulfilling life or some kind of support that helps you navigate through life. Yeah, yeah, should be definitely interesting. Martin, thank you so much for this interesting conversation. I learned a lot. Thank you. thank you so much for being here. I appreciate it.